Hello. Background noise. Can you hear me? Yes. What's up? Awesome. What's up, everybody? Welcome to JavaScript Jam Live at Render ATL. That's right. We are live, folks. Where are you at? Are you on the conference floor? I am. This place is multi-leveled, multi-layered, multi-faceted. <laughs> so How I am, many layers deep have you gone, bro? I have 1,536. I have been embedded. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good. Also, it's good. what's with the peach? The peach? What are you talking about? What's with the peach? Dude, Georgia, Georgia yeah. Georgia peach? <laughs> oh, oh I, I need to be I need to be educated right now. <laughs> You're missing out, man. Nah, that's all good. Yes, the peach is the Georgia peach, right? Um, that's why. Render... I for real thought it was like an emoji typo. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, that's why if you look at Render ATL's logo, there's a peach in the middle. It all makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is awesome. Uh, man, there's so much going on here right now. There are so many people here. Um, oh, my gosh. There's just so much. Um it, it, it's really good, though. I mean, they, they've done a great job organizing it, um, you know, getting people in. Right Today is uh, technically day zero. Um, it is workshop day. Tomorrow's day one, and then, you know, so on and so forth. So today's workshops, and it's also, um, it's also Jersey Day. So they do have some themes going on. Um, I'm wearing my St. Louis Cardinals jersey, repping STL up in here. Nobody's jumped me yet, so that's good. <laughs> I've got some. I've got some. Everyone loves St. Louisians all over the place. Obviously, the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've gotten actually a, a few comments on the Cardinals jersey, so that's cool. Um, anyway, good conversation starter. But yeah, here we are, uh, having a great time. And I'm looking forward to even more great time. I think I want to do, um, honestly, another live like tomorrow or the day after, potentially. Uh, we'll just see how the schedule turns out. Double lives? Yeah. Trip lives? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Just because here's Why the thing, not? guys. What else are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we can record lots of podcasts, too. Uh, I'm going to be doing plenty of recording here. I've had multiple people say they want to record podcasts. Um, got a super cool spot oh, to do yeah. it um, with a great view from the 69th floor over Atlanta. So I'm really excited for it. Um, yeah, that's that's what's happening right here right now. I think um, you know tomorrow and the day after we will probably get um, a lot more uh, speakers on here and involved. So yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Can't wait for tomorrow 
All right. So we have with us Taylor Dessen, who is a host here uh, at Render ATL. Taylor, what's up, brother? What up, what up? What are you doing right now? I saw you were checking out Stage 3 earlier. Yeah, check out Stage 3. Anybody who is uh, hanging out, um, speakers who have Stage 3, you have the best MC. Um, obviously, I'm extremely biased, um, but I will be MCing Stage 3 all weekends here at Render. And uh, right now, man, I went back to the room to decompress because uh, your boy's an introvert. <laughs> yeah. I need to actually breathe for a second before we, uh, you know, obviously start our dinner festivities this evening. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that too. Um, that's at eight o'clock. So, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to yeah. recoup from from traveling and uh, from saying hello to five million people since you stepped off the plane. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, yeah. It's a- you know, I was going to say, before we dive into things, uh, we didn't really intro who we are. Yeah, maybe That's we should true. reset. Welcome, everyone, to, to – this is a very special episode of JavaScript Jam. Um, but, Scott, I'll let you – do you want to do the intro or kick us off, or should I? Sure, I'll do it. Why not? Welcome okay. to JavaScript Jam Live. We do this every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes, and that time just happens to be during Render ATL. So, here we are. Live at Render ATL. It is a special episode. We're having a good time. Uh, I want to say this real quick. Whether you're a beginner or whether you've been doing this for a very long time, it does not matter. We would love to hear from you. So please, this is an open mic. Uh, this is open mic, right? So please feel free to um, request to come up, ask questions, state facts, comments, whatever. It doesn't matter. We want to hear from you. Uh, and that, yeah, whether you've been doing development for, for very little time or, or a very long time, it doesn't matter. So feel free. We're, to come we're normally on up. a very interactive yeah, podcast. We do this every week. Anything JavaScript web development is on topic. But uh, we're working with Render ATL this week and the past few weeks to highlight uh, the awesome conference that they're throwing. And so we're there live, or actually not me, but Anthony and Scott. Uh, are there live this week to talk all about Render ATL. But the same rules apply. Just raise your hand at the bottom of the screen, and we're happy to bring you to the stage. Uh, Scott, keep going. Sorry. No, yeah. I think that pretty much sums it up. So, yeah, we can continue. Oh, well, one more thing. If you you, uh, go to javascriptjam.com, that's our website, you can see our archive of past episodes. Um, we've had a lot of great guests. We were at previous conferences like Remix. Uh, we had a couple, uh, and, and React Miami. Um, and you can sign up for our newsletter, uh, and find out about when we're going live as well as all the interesting things happening in the JavaScript ecosystem, uh, is right there on javascriptjam.com. And, uh, with that, maybe we should just, uh, intro ourselves and then get back to Taylor. Awesome. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go ahead and just start. My name is Scott Stanley. I'm the uh, technical community manager here at Edgeo um, and co-host here of JavaScript Jam. Uh, yeah, whoever wants to go next, feel free. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ishan Nand. I'm VP of product at Edgeo. And uh, Anthony, I'll hand it over to you. 
Hello, I am developer advocate at Edgio, and I pinned the latest issue of said newsletter to the Jumbotron for anyone who wants to check it out. It was a good topic today. Redwood has gone all in on React Server components, which is exciting because it's Ooh. a thing we cannot stop talking about React Server components, but we will probably hit on that at some point within this discussion, but I'll turn it back to Scott. Awesome. Cool. All right, folks. Well, uh, I guess we can dive a little bit in. Uh, Taylor, you want to you say who you are and what you're doing here at the conference, maybe? I don't know. That might be a good one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those of you, um, again, uh, my name is Taylor Destin. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, um, and uh, I am uh, one of your five hosts uh, for Render ATL this year. Um, we did a walk through uh, the facilities. Um, it is going to be lit, as the kids say. Um, and uh, I've been, uh, believe it or not, I'm a recruiter. Um, I'm really passionate about engineers. I've been recruiting engineers now for the last, uh, I'd say, probably seven, eight years of my career. And really passionate about building community in the tech ecosystem. And, um, you know, just uh, happy to be here. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, man. Appreciate it. So what, what's, uh, what's, Taylor, you've been, you've been to a, like a ton of conferences. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hit up even more than I have in the last like month and a half. You've been to like probably five or six in the last month and a half. I've been to three. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, you're all over the place. Um, what, what makes render ATL different? What makes you most excited about this? Um, yeah, just where are some things that you've really been looking forward to to this? Yeah, I mean, so I uh, so I grew up in South Carolina, um, actually Columbia, so about three and a half hours up the road from Atlanta. Um, and so, you know, I, I came to Atlanta a lot growing up. And, and you know, I, th I think I think one thing that uh, that Justin um, and Justin Samuels and, and, and his team does. So I was blessed to actually be an ambassador last year and I and I actually got to speak at Render last year um, and then back this year as a host and. You know, one of the cool things I really like about what Justin does is, is he leans in to the culture of Atlanta, right? And and, and I think I think for conference uh, organizers and, and speakers, you know, I I think React Miami does a great job. Gabe and Michelle and the G two I crew does a great job too. They lean into Miami, right? You know, the the swag they had with React Miami's palm trees, right? The swag here is like, you know, it just it feels Atlanta, right? The Georgia peach, and you know, I know the first year they did a lot of Waffle House kind of vibe, which is really cool. And so, you know, I, I think uh, leaning into the city, leaning into the culture, um, you know, while this is a obviously a conference where you can learn a ton, um, it's it's really a conference that, in my opinion, is focused a little bit more on networking than normal. Um, I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of tweets lately. I've had a lot of conversations with engineers. Is that you know they almost get burned out by the talks, right? It's just so much content coming at you all day that a lot of these uh, engineers, at least that I've talked to, really want to, um, really just want to network, right? They just want to hang out, do stuff like this, right? And and I think um, Render really gives you that option. Um, yes, there's workshops going on right now, but you know, I just finished having, um, uh, you know, eating my face with wings and hanging out with like 20 people. Right. And, and, you know, and I know there's a lot of events going around the city throughout the week. And so, you know, while this is a tech conference first, I think it's very, very close to a networking event second. And I really just think that's what makes this uh, conference so powerful. You know, being somebody in recruiting, 
Uh, do you want to just talk about the overlap between the value of these conferences and especially networking and recruiting? Yeah, recruiters need to get their shit together um, because, you know, uh, just between all of us girls on this call right now, um, you know, like there's just none of us here. And if there is, I haven't met him yet. Um, I have not seen any recruiters sponsoring booths. Um, and, and I just think, you know, I've been fascinated and I've been kind of watching the tech ecosystem since COVID, um, just due to my job and, and kind of, you know, focusing more on the community building. And, and because networking is so powerful, um, and, 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 you know, we, we always talk about, you know, not being able to find enough candidates, enough qualified candidates, let alone, you know, the, the diversity that really needs to come through in tech that just isn't there sometimes. And you have to show up at events like this. Um, I think this is, you know, with recruiters, I, I don't know why there aren't more recruiters here. Well, I do know why it's because we don't play the long game. And I think, I, I think, you know, every single interaction here that you make could potentially benefit your career moving forward. And I think people don't realize that, right? It just takes one conversation with one person at this event that can completely transform your career. And so, you know, again, I think networking is paramount to everything you do throughout your professional career. And, and, and this is really kind of the, the really the birthplace of it right here with how many amazing individuals, speakers, um, non-speakers, um, you know, attendees, um, and you're meeting people where they're at, which is so important, which unfortunately a lot of recruiting companies do not do. Yeah. I mean, I can speak personally having hired people or tried to hire people. Uh, both from people I met at conferences. Uh, it's hugely valuable uh, way to network. Um, sounds like we had somebody come to the stage uh, who has a question or a comment. Yeah, we got perspective here. What's up, man? Oh, looks like it went back to being a listener. Um, oh. so, good old spaces. Yeah. Thank, you. Good, yeah. Thank you for that well, perspective. Appreciate it. <laughs> we, we, we broke the internet. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe you want to give us a sense of what you're seeing in general in this current macroeconomic environment, given your, you know, where you sit in the ecosystem, what are you seeing is, is happening? Cause obviously the, the, there's a set of headlines, uh, about what's happening in the tech ecosystem. Maybe you can give us a sense of what's really happening from the trenches. Yeah, I think, um, you know, when, so when it comes to trenches and kind of what's going on there. You know, big tech is obviously eating up the headlines, right? And yeah. and, and that makes sense, right? I mean, you're 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 gonna get clicks on an article because you got to think about it, right? I'm been, I'm fascinated with marketing and content and getting people to like click on things and 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 on the internet. And so ultimately, you know, if you say Microsoft lays off ten thousand people, and then you and then you say, hey, like small to mid sized companies are still growing, like who do you think's gonna click? Like or like what do you think's gonna drive clicks? Right? It's the Microsoft laying off ten thousand mm -hmm. people, and so I. Why I understand that, like people are still hiring now. It's slow, right? Like, I mean, a lot of my content that I put out, like I'm not going to sit here as a recruiter of engineers and, and IT to be like, yeah, guys, gals, everything's fine. Like the market's great. You know, we're ripping again. No, we're not. We're just not. And and but I I, I do have to say that I, I think leveraging your network now more than ever is really going to come in handy um, because the people are still hiring. But people are hiring more intentionally now, right? I've talked about this a lot with my content. You could sleepwalk through interviews the last few years and get yourself multiple offers. You can't do that anymore, right? And so it's not as easy, but jobs are still out there. 
right? People are still looking for jobs. People are still getting jobs. People are still interviewing, but the intentionality has got to be there. And I think that's the biggest difference, right? People are like, well, how come jobs aren't coming to me? Well, they're not because there's not many jobs out there, but if you leverage your network and use intentionality, you will find a job. So to answer your question in summary, it's not as good as it was, but it's not as bad as it seems. I appreciate this perspective. And we've talked about this on previous episodes. There's this question of like, should we still tell people to get into tech or not? And it's like, of course we should, but we should let them know that also things are on a downturn. That doesn't mean there's no jobs, but it means you got to work a little harder. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And the problem is, is the problem is, is over, over the last few years, we've gotten lazy and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Companies have gotten lazy. Companies overhired. We're obviously seeing that right now at the correction, right? Uh, um, job seekers have become lazy. We can just show up. We don't have to research the company. We don't have to research the hiring managers. We can just sleepwalk through it and get five offers that are maybe 50, 60 to 100K more than what we were getting. You can't do that anymore. The landscape's changed. Is it bad? I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just not as good as it was, but that's okay because I think we're leveling out now. And again, if you show up to these things like Render and these conferences and you are intentional about it, I actually did a live with my podcast on Tuesday to talk about it. If you are doing Render in any conference correctly, you should be absolutely fucking exhausted by the end of it. So what is – you want to get a little more tangible? What is what is doing it correctly look like? You, also, what's, yeah. the, what's the name of your yeah. podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Guidance Counselor 2.0. Um, I do it live every morning. Um, so yeah, feel, feel free to check that out. I'm in Spotify, yada, yada. Um, so, so the intentionality, what that looks like when going to a conference is like actually going up to people, meeting people, shaking their hands, engaging in conversation, getting them in your ecosystem. I can't stress enough, like trying to get people in their ecosystem, trying to get people in your ecosystem is the biggest part of conferences that people miss out on. Right. And when I say ecosystem, I mean, social media. Um, I don't know how many of us meet somebody, ask that person for their phone number. It goes in their um, phone book. How many of y'all like peruse your phone contacts like you do Twitter? Nobody. No. Yeah. Nobody. Right. So, so I, I've, I've I've really been observant of that behavior for the last few um, for the last few years. And so now I don't ask for anybody's phone number anymore. All I ask is, hey, what's your LinkedIn? What's your Twitter? right? And like, what's your Instagram? What is your favorite platform? Because what, so what I use social media for is constant check-ins for people that I meet. And so if you're, if you're doing it correctly, you're going to the sessions, you're networking with the speakers. I'm really big on creating content for the speakers as a form of networking, right? A lot of people are over here just like writing things down in their own notebooks and taking that data and that knowledge with them. And that's it. I think you should be live tweet threading every single speaker you go to creating content for them. Because I will tell you this, if you show up to stage three over the next two days and take pictures of me, or maybe like say one of my funny dad jokes that I'm probably going to like just absolutely bomb. Like, like I, and you come up to me afterwards, I'm going to laugh it up with you because you've developed a a sense of rapport with me. And so I, I think that's a tip going to the after parties, being, being there, showing up, not getting too sloppy, but still having fun. I think like if you are running and gunning from morning till night and really trying to get as many people in your ecosystem as possible, you should be pretty tired at the end of this thing. That's really great advice. Um, you know, live tweeting is something that's 
that's really easy to do. You just, you know, take a photo of your favorite slide that the speaker's talking about, tag them and, and put put a, a quote out, the most insightful thing you heard. Yep. Um, how about, you know, when you're going to, especially with, I, I don't want to stereotype too much, but, you know, engineers tend to be introverted. Uh, so, you know, in a after party other scenario, you know, you're like going up and meeting people, give conversation starters or tips for people about how to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, like trying, you know, trying to, trying to talk to strangers, trying to talk to strangers as an introvert. So I'm an introvert, right? I'm hiding in my room from everybody right now. Um, and, and so I get that. I, I want to put pressure. I want to take some pressure off of the individuals listening today. First off, if people show up to a networking event, they want to network, right? Like, like they paid, they paid the ticket. They are here. They are open to it. Maybe they don't want to, but they are open to networking, right? And, and so, like, take that to your advantage, right? Like, like you're like you're not trying to sell anybody anything. You're just going to go up and start a conversation. Next thing, take the pressure off yourself. I, I you don't need to have a thirty minute dialogue with anybody. I've actually had people come up to me like Taylor. I'm trying to get my thirty minute elevator pitch down. I'm like, was is the elevator broken? Like. <laughs> Like why, why are we developing a 30 minute elevator pitch to meet a stranger? Listen, three to five minutes, be witty, be funny, ask a few questions, shake their hands, say, Hey, I'll see you around later. And you probably will. And listen, they're totally fine with going back to drinking their drink or talking to the other person. But at the end of the day, and what I've noticed here and what I've really actually noticed with people's behaviors over the last year coming back out of COVID is that, um, is that people are more willing now to talk to people and be in fellowship with people mm-hmm. more than I've ever seen because there's just such a desperation to be back in community in person. And so you really need to leverage that and take advantage of that right now. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it definitely feels like one of the things that people are looking for is that connection. And that's why they're going to the conference. Um, oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. I mean I've, I've, I've given out more hugs probably today than I have in a long time because people are just so jacked up to be with each other. Oh, yeah. And I've had this experience where, you know, I went to a conference uh, recently and I, I suddenly realized we'd never met in person before. We entirely had met only online. Yeah. And we, we suddenly realized we just we we're acting like, and then we're, wow, this is just so great to actually hang so, out in person. So I want to interrupt you. So let's yeah. talk about that for a second, because I think that's a fascinating behavior that I talk about a lot. And I think people are so sick and tired of hearing me talk about that, that I want I want you to dig into that. What what would you say like what would you say to people who are like I can't build like you can't build relationships online because you just said you obviously can because getting together in person just really cements it but like what are mm-hmm. your thoughts on that like can you I think you can uh yeah I think you totally can um it it's really like any type of familiarity uh, so actually, I'm going to say you can and you can't. So I'll, okay. I'll give you some details. So um, why you can't. So I was remote before the pandemic. Um, our, the company I was at, you know, before that got acquired by Edgeo was, was remote first uh, a couple of years before. But even before that, we would have the team come together in, you know, on-site meetings a couple times a year because there are certain types of uh, conversations and things you want to get done or pushing out a release that's better to do in person. Uh, For sure. So you don't have the latency and, and overhead. And there's certain conversations, like getting people in a room, talking over each other and, and having really animated conversations. It's just harder to do in a Zoom chat uh, and get everyone really engaged. 
And so those were great for that. And the other thing it built was social capital. And you mm. pay down that, you know, you build up that social capital and you, you have to you leverage that social capital in the remote sessions in between those on sites. So there's definitely some value there. That being said, so this is the you can, um, I think it's it's familiarity. I think it also helps if there's alignment. It's hard to do with, you know, teams or folks you may disagree with, but when you're very sure. aligned, it's a lot I mean, easier. I, I think yeah, that I'm, you and I are proof of this, that we built our yeah. relationship online. We met in person to solidify, yep. as you say, but we were we were aligned over Jamstack. We yes, had a shared exactly. interest. We had podcasts that we had listened to and been on together, and it gave us a space to build that relationship over time and then meet in person, and then we ended up working together at the same company. Yeah, so that's that, I think that's actually a better word than alignment. It's shared interests. I love that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then, like I said, I mean, I've been fascinated with that behavior. You know, I've been, been as a recruiter and being at home so much, you know, and just leveraging Twitter, leveraging LinkedIn and building relationships, meeting people in person just has really, really um, just cemented it. But, you know, building a relationship online, you don't have necessarily the awkward, who are you? What do you do? You kind of just dive into it, which has been really, really nice, especially at Render, because there's a lot of people I haven't met in person yet that I'm doing here. And it's just it's just a breath of fresh air. I think we have Jay Dash, who, uh, you know, past speaker at our virtual summit, um, gave a great talk, uh, just come up as a speaker. Uh, did you want to add something or have a different question or topic? Man, I just love listening to this conversation, man. This is awesome. Can, can everybody hear me? Yes, yeah, we can. we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, so in, in terms of meeting, meeting people, I, I would like to add to that conversation and say, yes, you can meet people and form relationships online. You can also meet people in person, and it is just very, very different thing. And I think that we just need to draw the line of what differences those are. It's the same when you meet people playing video games uh, versus you know, only meeting people on Zoom. You have a particular relationship. But when you meet them again in person, and I don't know if anybody can relate, it's almost like meeting them for the first time again uh, because there are certain barriers that you have online that you can't you can't replicate from being in person. It's like, oh, man, I can reach out and touch you, which is why the hugs feel different like when you're definition. in person. It's still they had low definition. Oh, my God. High death. Yes. Yes, that's why that, that movie, I don't know if you guys remember the movie yeah. Surrogates with Bruce Willis. It's, it's, it can't get like that. We can't get there. Like, we, we could if we wanted to. But I think we realized in a post-COVID society, we can't. Like, we have to touch each other. We have to see each other. I have to be able to understand your micro expressions when I'm explaining an idea to you because those communicate more to me than our actual uh, online chat or a conversation or a text could ever serve. So as many yeah. platforms as are out there, whether it's the Slacks or the Teams or all that stuff, we can share in a very different way. In no way in real life can I show you a GIF or a meme um, or a GIF for those that want to battle how you pronounce that word. Um, there's like, there's no way I can do that True in that. person. And so it's just a different level and a different form of communication. Um, but we need both. Yeah, that's so good, man. Uh, by the way, Jay Dash is sitting here right next to me. So <laughs> we are in person, y'all. It's a good time. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, speaking of in person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Man, I wish I, I wish y'all could see this live because like I, I'm on my phone and I'm next to him, 
but I just wanted to be pics. close to him while I was talking. Some you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he took a pic already. We got one. We're gonna share. We did. We did. And that's talking to the Demotron. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll tweet it real quick. Yes, sir. I think we had uh, Jamie come up as well. James to the Q to the quick. Oh, James! James <laughs> Quick. I didn't. Oh, there we go. I was like, I, I was like, uh, who is Jamie? <laughs> no, no. What's up, sorry. everybody? What's up, man? Welcome. How you doing? Yeah. How's it going? Where are y'all sitting, by the way? Uh, we are. I saw you walk by. I think earlier, but we're right next to registration for the workshops today mm. on the seventh floor there. Okay. Nice. Cool. Speaking of yeah. in person, can't wait to see everybody. Taylor and I get to get lunch together, so can't wait to see everybody else here. Uh, did you guys eat your wings? We did. Yeah, wings. shit was so good. <laughs> What's that from, y'all? Wingies. I want wingies. I don't know. What is that from? <laughs> anybody? Anybody? Oh, my gosh. Chris Farley? <laughs> Come on. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> All I know All right. is Van down by the river. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So, James, brother, what's up with you, man? What uh, what brings you to render ATL? Why why here? Why yeah? Like... What's the excitement all about, man? You got a baby too. Wait, I mean that's that's important news there. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, congrats. So, thank you. I want to clarify for everyone: the baby is two weeks old tomorrow. So I want to clarify that my wife has help. Very home. young. I'm not like yeah. very young, but her her parents and her grandmother are in town, so I didn't just like abandon that's them awesome. all, but. Um, I don't render like two years like the first render I had ridiculous FOMO like I saw pictures and videos and stuff and I was like I gotta I gotta be there next year and then I spoke last year so it was a no brainer when uh, when Justin asked me to come back this year there was no anything that I could do to make it here I was gonna do it so super excited about it it's gonna be like yo I saw the pictures from last year from render and uh, you know got this baby so we had to bring the baby we had the baby at render this year <laughs> You know, <laughs> I just knew that's where this was going, bro. That would have been an incredible story. <laughs> it would be. We didn't. We didn't quite make it there yet. Uh, but probably. And the baby's name is Peach. That's right. <laughs> the baby's name is Peach. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. I got a three months at home at home as well. So I feel you. Nice. Uh, and Congrats. Well, yeah. and a five and four year old. So yeah. Awesome. So what are you yeah, what are you just... most excited about? <clears throat> Uh, I mean, it's like, it's always the people, I guess it's like really true for me at any conference. And we were talking about just when I joined like in-person connections and stuff. And I, I know a lot of people like relative, like relatively know a lot of people on social media. Right. But there's just a different evolution of relationships and, and trust that you have in people. Um, when you get to hang out with people in person, I have like, this is not quite exactly my mentality. Cause it's not like, I think drinking should be the answer to everything, but a mentor of mine early on Microsoft said, he didn't trust people until he, he like had drinks with them. And again, it doesn't need to be drinking specifically, but just like having that in-person face-to-face time to kind of really get to know people is breaking what, bread. Like, another way to put breaking it. Bread. Yeah, yeah, breaking bread. Yeah. That's a little yeah. safer and more inclusive, I think. Um, but yeah, that's what it's all about. Like this is the speaker lineup is obviously like ridiculous. It's like super, super cool to be associated with all the other names that are on the speaking list, but also just, all the people that I get to hang out with that, um, you know, I've interacted with online or what's really cool for me is, is seeing people say like, 
hey, I watched your YouTube video on this topic and it really helped me like learn something in JavaScript. Like that sort of stuff is super, 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 super special. You know, that, well, I want to jump on. Tag. I got to jump on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I've, I've watched your videos as well and learned some things about JavaScript too, James. So very nice to meet you on, on Twitter. But I had a question. I wanted to dive in <laughs> on what you said. Yeah. Um, do you feel like it's better to have conversations in person because you can gauge people's intentions? That I always think that at a base level, it's always around intentionality. And so it's all like for people and connect with people in person because it's like, oh, is this person just trying to get like, you know, some ulterior motive? Or is it like this person just really like to build cool things? Or is this just like a really nice person to talk to? Or, you know, it makes working with people easier. Do you feel that way when meeting people in person versus online? I think that's definitely like, I definitely pick up on that. Like you can, you can kind of see the people, I think when you interact with them, whether the things they say feel genuine or if they kind of like try to hype people up or be really excited to see you and, and it doesn't feel genuine. So that I think I can definitely pick up on that stuff and it, it definitely plays a factor, but it's not something I don't go into an in-person like meeting for the first time, like with skepticism. So I'm not like looking to disprove my skepticism. I think it's more just like to take, to take knowing someone on Twitter to like a slightly deeper level is being able to be there in person. And some of it is like, you'd only have so much co context for what people do and why. So again, not necessarily like skepticism of what they do, but like details of what they're interested in and what they like and what you could potentially bond over. Like you just don't get, get all the way there in a 240 or like whatever the limit is now uh, tweet. So that's the kind of thing that I think is just next level where you know, six months from now, I'm working on something and I remember, oh, I had this conversation with someone at a conference and they were doing this, which is relevant to what I'm doing. Or they work at a company that like a product I might want to try. Like that's why DevRel is so important because I like, I'm so much more likely to try products that I have a connection at, right? Like I have someone that I trust that I respect their opinions and I know that they could potentially help me, uh, you know, onboard to a product or whatever. Um, it's just, it's hard to get to that level of depth. So there's definitely a little bit of kind of proving that people, you know, are in it to, to be genuine. I think you can tell the opposite of that pretty quickly and kind of shut down, like at least in your head, those, those conversations. But for me, it's more about the optimism of just being able to go deeper than disproving the, the uh, pessimistic side of questioning. Man, I, I appreciate that insight, man, because I got to a point, I think after the pandemic where I kind of felt like everybody was trying to sell me something. <laughs> and so I, I have this like, constant like okay what is, what is this person really trying to sell me and it's, it's good to mm -hmm. hear that perspective just because you know i've been you know feeling a little bit uh pessimistic in that way so i appreciate that yeah well i i talk a lot about devrel that's like the majority of my career and devrel is a really hard thing to track and understand um because a lot of a lot of departments are looking to see like dollar ori and that sort of stuff is is not directly impacted oftentimes by us just showing at a showing up at a conference. But when you actually provide value to people, you have genuine conversations. Then, if you're representing a company, again, when they think of that company, they think of you, or they think of I need an option to solve this problem. That's a company that I think about because of that genuine interaction with a person that represented that company. So those are those are those long term things um, that. You don't, you don't sell first. Like any company that I work at, that's not going to be the conversation that I start with. That's going to be like, when you get to that point, if it makes sense for you, we can have that conversation, but it's never going to be my leading thing. It's more just like, we're just people, we're hanging out, we're learning, we're like 
enjoying the time and the the events and all that kind of stuff. And if it leads to something more work related, great. If not, like I just had a good time and, and built a deeper relationship. So, um, yeah, I think to your point, like definitely having a little bit of the awareness of what people's intentions are can, um, can definitely weed out some conversations early in the process. I do. I have one more question and then I'll leave you alone. I promise. How do you <laughs> measure trust? How do you measure that? How do you show? Because like you said, it's a really hard thing. It's one thing to say, I sold this much, but mm-hmm. your job at yep. DevRel is you're building trust between yep. people and companies. And so how do you, what is the best way to measure that in your opinion? Yeah. So it's, it's all about storytelling. And, and I, I talk about this a lot with people that are like interviewing and looking for jobs and, and trying to sell themselves right to companies to get hired and, most people that I work with struggle to be able to do that in a confident way. They, they use the word just as an example. I just built this thing. I just worked with a team. I just blah, blah, blah. And they kind of diminish what they've done. And so a lot of times, like if you think about DevRel and people going to conferences, they come back and they say, there was a thousand people at the conference and I uh, gave a talk and a hundred people showed up to the talk and whatever. And those are, those are easy metrics, but they don't actually tell much of a story. So being able to convert those real true experiences into storytelling that have impact and show impact is the difference. And this is not as, it's still not an easy thing to track compared to dollars and revenue. But what you can say is I had a conversation with someone They asked very detailed questions about our product, followed up with them because they wanted to, we had this conversation and you never know, like in six months, you may be able to directly align that conversation with dollars, right? They may sign a contract to use a product or whatever later on down the road. So I think another thing that's really valuable, again, from a DevRel perspective is pulling in feedback. As people, as you explain your product to, to somebody and they ask questions of things that you don't include or don't features that you don't have or features that you do have that they say other competitors don't have, being able to tangibly record that feedback and then tangibly go and pass that to product teams is exponentially uh, valuable because DevRel developer advocates are typically the most front-facing people that companies have for developers, right? Like when they, when people outside of a company think about a product from a developer perspective, most likely what they're going to think about is the person that they interacted with in person at a conference. And a lot of the time it's developer advocates that are doing that. So it's all about storytelling. It's all about taking those little nuggets and really making them be a big deal because otherwise people don't get it when you just say there were a thousand people at a conference. So you have to go and fill in those gaps and make it super, super clear. Here are the really impactful conversations and here's why. I'm looking for the money emoji and it doesn't exist here. That, was like, <laughs> that, that comment was like at least a few hundred thousand dollars. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, thanks, James. Appreciate you sharing that. Uh, you know, actually, I just, yeah. if you don't mind, I'd like to go just a tiny bit deeper on that. Um, what what do you do while at these conferences? So now that you're in business for yourself, I mean, obviously before you were doing DevRel, obviously for, uh, you know, another company prior to working for yourself, but versus what you did at that company versus what you're doing now, you're still doing DevRel, right? But what what do you do when you go to a conference to prepare yourself or like during the conference to prepare yourself to create this um, document or whatever it might be, uh, you know, to, to show the return on the investment either to yourself now, <laughs> right. Or to, um, you know, or to the company that, or to the company that you're, you're 
uh, contracted with, um, you know, or, or where you used to work prior there at Planet Skill. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I have like all these opinions and, and advice. And I'm, I also will say like, I'm not the most organized person. So when I talk about the storytelling part and taking the time to tell that story, it's not the thing that I'm like really good about specifically from a time perspective. You're a um, storyteller for a living, bro. What are you talking about? I'm a, but, yeah. but in a, when you get <laughs> down true. to like documentation, it's like, it feels like a hassle and it, it is right. Like it's more work than just being, being there and showing up. Um, yeah, like I don't, 100. especially now, <laughs> like I don't, I don't go in to an event with anything specific really in mind other than, I'm going to talk to as many people as I possibly can. And I'm going to spend time as much as I can do it without sacrificing like health and too much sleep. I'm going to be out there. Like I'm going to do as many things as I possibly can because all the people here from attendees to staff, to, to other speakers, to sponsors, like those are relationships that you just never know when they're going to come in and give you an example of this. Um, there was a shit show of a conference to be quite honest uh, last year in uh, November <laughs> in London. The one that I think, not I think we all know. People, people <laughs> yeah. know where I'm going. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it was an absolute like shit show yeah. from, a, from a lot of perspectives, but there was an amazing set of sponsors. There was an amazing set of speakers, amazing amount of networking opportunities. And I've made like $25,000 of content from connections that I made just from that conference. And I knew going into this, like there's more details about not getting paid back from the conference, but I knew it was worth my money to go to that conference because of the relationships that I would be able to build. But I didn't go in like trying to close a deal. Like I just went in and was myself. And I think in some ways I have a little bit of an advantage because I'm, I'm probably more outgoing than a lot of people are. A lot of people identify themselves as introverts. I identify myself primarily Taylor's laughing because he's an introvert, but does as best he can, which is really amazing. <laughs> But I'm probably oh, yeah. more naturally extroverted. So I just go and I'm like, I'm there. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take part in everything that I can. I'm going to have conversations. I'm going to sit down with people and I'm going to learn more about them. And you never know what that's going to lead to. And so for me, especially right now, it's not a formal documentation thing. It's me just showing up. But most importantly, showing up in a genuine way. Again, going back to I'm not selling anything to anybody first. But if it comes up that a sponsor is like looking for someone to create YouTube content, I'm certainly going to throw that in there because it's a natural fit. But it's not something I'm going to lead with from the beginning. So, if you don't mind, I, I don't mean to throw you like on the spot here. Like you can totally pass on this. It's okay. Um, well, uh, say I'm say I'm a, a company that you're wanting to do some work for, um, or do you typically just like let companies come to you because at this point you have all this clout? <laughs> but you know, well, do, you, do you actively <laughs> go after other companies now? Mostly no. And I am in a, a fairly privileged position of I still have more requests to do sponsor content that I can take on. Again, that's like yeah, a very I fortunate think. position to be in. So that's great. Um, but one of the things that I, I want to start getting a little bit better at is being a little pickier. Not that I haven't enjoyed the stuff that I've done, but making sure that it's like more and more tailored to fit the audience that I have and is going to be a good fit for the sponsor. But then also, I like the idea of doing these bigger ongoing relationships with companies that I'm going to be using anyway. And I, I was actually talk, talking to Colby Fayot earlier. So Cloudinary is a product that I've used for years. I love Cloudinary. I've done sponsor content with Cloudinary. I still use Cloudinary to this day. Like that's the sort of thing that's really fun because it's stuff that I would kind of already be doing, but I get to get paid for it to kind of prioritize the time to release content on a certain topic. Um, so for the most part, people uh, reach out to me. Again, a pretty uh, privileged position to be in. But 
I do feel like I have more of an opportunity to, to reach out to specific companies that I already am a big fan of and kind of make that pitch. So that's a continually evolving process of prioritizing my time and making sure uh, one, it makes good money Two, It's like, or probably primarily it's like stuff that I really enjoy first and foremost Two, I want to make good money. Why would we not? And three, it's going to be a, a, been a, a mutually beneficial relationship. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to just tell people, because I think it's an interesting seg into, you know, what your talk is about, which is about content creation and, and how that, do you want to give people like a preview of what you'll be talking about? Yeah. Um, so anybody who's listening, who's in Atlanta, make sure to stop by. I think it's four o'clock on Friday afternoon. Um, the talk is about the impact that content creation has had on my career. And fun fact, it's had a pretty big impact considering it's what I do full time for a living. But um, from job opportunities to making side income to now working full time, the ups and downs, the 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 background of my story as a content creator, like what I've what I've been through over like years of doing this. And, and people see like the, the overnight success, quote unquote. And the reality is that never exists like no musician is an overnight success no artist no content creator they've been doing this stuff probably for years and that consistency is really uh really key so it's my learnings of doing content in my career it's talking about the impact that it's had had for me the beautiful things that it's had for me and the ability for me now to do like what i was already doing and what i love full time and and i always focus this not that it's my number one priority but i get to make good money while also doing the good the stuff that i already love so Very cool. Tune in for that. It looks like uh, we had somebody else come up to uh, to speak. Be fresh, Prince looks like JavaScript Will. himself. Will I am? <laughs> it's Will. Yes, everybody. Yo, what up? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to JavaScript Jam. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just here, no cap, in ATL, trying to you know, show some uh, some riz on God. Just vibing, right? Yeah, that was my attempt at Gen Gen G slang. But yeah, you know, uh, I'm at I'm at Render. Uh, it's been fun. Scott has the greatest hotel room I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> they upgraded. That's, that's me. Sure. They gave me the upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I showed him last night. He he thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was way, way cool. So I'm excited. We're going to record some really cool podcasts in there. It's going to be fun. Yeah, man. But it's been a great, like, everyone's here. Like, James, me and James been on each other through Twitter for years. Finally met, like, a couple of hours ago. So that was, like, you know, really first great. First time? That's yeah, dope. first time ever. Honestly, and, you know, like, I told James earlier, he's, like, one of the reasons that I actually even work, uh, you know, at Off Zero. It was a big you know, push and encouragement that came from him because I was like scared to even apply. That's so, dope. That's super cool. You know, so I appreciate. I'm glad to finally meet someone who has such a big, you know, impact on my, you know, career and family. And uh, it's been a lot of stuff like that happening at Render. So I'm I'm glad that uh, I made it. That's great. I mean, that brings us back to when we opened with Tyler about the importance of of networking for, for recruiting and hiring. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah you're... Definitely covered some good stuff on it. Go ahead. Sorry, bro. Yeah. So like anyone, 
Also, yeah, anyone who's like listening and who's here, like everyone's here. No one came here to like not talk, right? Like no one paid all this money and flight, and no one came here not to talk, right? So you can almost talk to like a hundred percent of the people here and just get to know as many people as possible. And you never know what could happen. Like when I stream, when I was showing up in James Quick streams, I never knew that later on we'd be you know working at the same company right it's just something that um you know ended up happening right so you know talk to people get to know them and get to know them as humans right uh don't be like hey i'm looking for a job just talk ask them what they're doing and and um you never know you know where that where that could possibly lead but don't be afraid to talk to people they we're we're all Uh, I think you cut out, Will. We're all. Uh, I did. Yeah, I cut out for me. I thought it was just for my end. I thought it was a Twitter Spaces bug. Uh, I mean, it could have been very easily. <laughs> What's the last thing y'all heard? Uh, probably just the last two seconds got cut off. I think you were part of. Oh, okay. I think we got the gist. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, so today's... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Scott. Please, feel free. We should both oh, talk at the same s- time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so, I was going to ask, I was going to ask Will, just, or, or anybody else, you know, today is workshop day. I completely uh, is agree there, with everything that, uh, is there a workshop there, that was, Will, nice to meet you, you know, uh, and it's so funny how, Everything that was said by James and by Will applies to not just technology, but any other any other industry. I had some success in the music industry, and it's the same concept, man. It's like anytime you go to an event, you're not necessarily looking for what this will be now. I'm not looking for a job right now. I'm making a deposit on investment into my network that will pay off later. Funny story, I was a... Uh, I was endorsed by Yamaha when I was like way, way younger. And I was a kid, I was playing with a band, and Yamaha asked me to perform at this conference called Nail. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went and I played at the conference, and, uh, you know, I ended up keeping in contact with a guy that I met through Yamaha. And then years and years later, he was like, hey, man, I want you to stay after the body. And then he introduced me to Stevie Wonder, which was like probably the coolest moment in my career. And Again, oh, wow. it was all because of networking with some guy that, you know, I didn't know. It wasn't who I was there for. It wasn't who I was there with. It was somebody I was talking to and we made it like, over years, not knowing this is how this person is going to help me or this is what this person is going to do for me. It's really just, hey, man, what are you passionate about? Uh, how can we connect? Um, do we think on anything? How do we stay in touch? And actually following up and then, you know, seeing relationship pays off. It really is just an investment. Definitely agree with all of them. It's like we got uh, Devin in the crowd. Well, there we see go. If he wants to come up. <laughs> I think it was muted. I was just saying uh, that, yeah, that is an incredible story. And I think. Uh, I love, I really love stories like that, um, you know, they, where you can just, I mean, it just, 
it tells the underlying truth of how much building and just being being authentic, being you, being real, and just continuing to build relationships with people, what it can do. I mean, it's just, it's miraculous. Every, I'll tell you this, guys, as well, like, just kind of go off of that a minute, and then we can, you said somebody was in the audience there, we'll bring up, but um, I, pretty much every job I've had, I think, I, yeah, pretty much, has been because of building relationships with people and networking. It's not because I went through the resume process, <laughs> that's for sure. I did not submit a resume and then get randomly picked out of five million resumes to have an interview. It was, I knew somebody who knew somebody or I knew that person because I built a relationship with them or something like that. So uh, even, even like any business ventures I've done in the past, same thing. Yep. It's all about the networking. It's a powerful thing. And that's the thing that's going to set you aside in this crazy world right now where 10% of your company gets laid off, you know, and that's 10,000 people or 100 people, whatever, and you're all looking for jobs. That's the thing that's going to set you apart. It's going to, you know, Taylor would agree with me if he was still on here, is you going and building those relationships and, and making it happen, you know, and then, and then you, get the, you get the interview, right? may not happen right away, right? But maybe within a few weeks, maybe a month, I don't know. Or maybe it's not even that job and, like, they know somebody else, you know? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Just like Jay Daz was saying, like, he didn't know, right? <laughs> it was totally unrelated. So what he's doing. So, all right. We got a dev up here. What's up, dev? Late. Hope you guys are enjoying Atlanta. We are yeah, just uh, going to uh, on our way to our hotel. Cool. I was curious to get your perspective. Is this your first conference now that you have a job? <laughs> I guess in a sense. I don't know, because I also started my clerk job one day before Reactathon, yeah. Okay, then kind of. Yeah. So how, how do you think about your role now going to a conference now that you actually have a, a job? Well, I definitely think about my uh, role quite a bit more, and it impacts, I guess it makes me think a lot more about who else is at, a, at the conference, who can I talk to? Who can I invite to dinner, etc. Yeah, because this is the thing where I've gone to conferences that I paid my own way, and I've gone to conferences that like my work paid for, and I've done that across two separate jobs now. And sometimes I kind of like psych myself out. Like I feel like I need to get the ROI, or else like I'm wasting the company's money. But I feel like you know you just got to be there and just vibe. You know, just stop with the vibes. Yeah, one of the biggest switches has definitely been instead of looking for who can pay for my dinner, I'm looking for who can Hello. You, you cut out there, Dev. Oh, I cut out? Okay. You, you muted yourself. Yeah, we couldn't hear you. I was saying that the biggest switch has been instead of looking for people who can pay for my dinner, I'm looking for people whose dinner I can pay for. <laughs> that, that's funny. Yeah, I know. You got the, you got the company purse. Well, if you want to buy me dinner, I'm, all right, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in your DMs. <laughs> only kidding. Yeah, all right, brother. <laughs> you don't have to do that. I was only kidding. 
Now you buy our dinner, we'll get you on a podcast. That's that's how it goes. Oh, nice! I like the perks. <laughs> yeah, no, Dev is Dev's on deck to be someone who will most likely record a podcast with us. So, stay tuned. True. Yeah, man, we'll we'll do some awesome podcasts. I, I got at least four people lined up to do podcast recordings while we're here, so we're gonna stay busy. It's gonna be fun. That room's gonna be lit for sure. Will knows. Will knows. Will will probably just come up and like hang out with us just because he wants to be in the room. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that was that was my thought. Yeah, awesome, brother. I'm so actually I'm, taking. Right, uh, will. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was saying. Uh, I was taking like I'm. I'm planning on taking some boot camp students that just graduated to the soccer game tonight. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe after that, I'll come say what's up. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I'm going to that dinner, that VIP thing tonight. Uh, it starts at eight. Um, and you know, to mingle and, and all that, but we'll, we'll have to figure something out. I think it'll be good for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we got three days. We'll figure something out. Absolutely. All right, well, uh, I just want to say, if you're just now joining us, thank you so much, or if you've been sitting here for a minute listening in. Uh, this is uh, We're here live at Render ATL. Uh, we've got some of the speakers here and also some of the hosts that were here as well. We've had people jumping in and out. It's been really fun, even some of the attendees, uh, uh, along with myself and uh, as well. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for everybody joining us here. Uh, it's been a blast. Every time we do JavaScript Jam Live, I'm just so excited to be able to speak with some people and just have some good um, collaborative uh, communication um, and just, you know, build relationships together, right? Uh, even though this is a digital footprint, um, you know, and we're all talking about how physical is like, you know, the dominant and best thing to do, uh, at least we have this opportunity to be able to do this together, right? Which then, therefore, can lead to more uh, in-person development as the future goes on, so long as you're trying to get out there and, and meet some folks, right? So uh, just like Jay, Jay Dash and I, you know, we've seen each other twice now, uh, once at Render last year, and now at Render this year. And, um, you know, we did like a little, um, uh, we did our uh, our digital uh, summit. We had a virtual summit that we did, and he was one of the speakers on that uh last summer as well so anyway we've kept you know kind of talking in, in communication um and uh you know we were we were pumped that we were both going so here we are talking again so it's good um but yeah if you're uh here at render please find us uh we would love to just say hi snap a picture i love taking pictures so i will like i've been taking lots of uh uh slow-mo clips too so like i'm gonna put together some freaking lit videos and stuff after this was gonna be fun um especially with that room i got i just had to take some super dope shots but anyway um but yeah uh, i'm just really excited with everything that's happening here and can't wait to meet more of you guys um and and continue this conversation so um with that being said uh if you're a beginning developer or whether you've been, you're an advanced developer, you've been doing this for a long time, it doesn't matter. We want to hear from everybody, okay? So now's your chance. Click on uh, the button there to request to come up. 
we'll bring you up here and you can ask away any questions you want. You can state facts, questions, comments, whatever. It doesn't matter. Opinions. Uh, you can even state so long as you partake. <laughs> False. Yeah. You could you could you could be Chat GPT and be like, hey, you know, this is true. And like, really, I mean, it, man, that thing, that thing can lie. Like, it's so amazing how it is. Like that thing confident, can lie. confident, very lie. confident. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it feel free to come on home though. I had it read me a poem about St. Louis Airport. It was wonderful mm-hmm. and empty, always. <laughs> wonderful and empty. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of the less busy airports compared to, like, Atlanta. Holy cow, Atlanta's ridiculous. It takes me literally 60 seconds to get through security. <laughs> well, you hey, – okay, you have, like, TSA pre-check. Don't lie to everybody. Come on. But Anyone yeah, who's I did... messing up. <laughs> yeah. When I when I went through, it did literally. I was like, I went through uh, TSA Project, and there was like three people in the normal line, so I just butted three people. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing, <laughs> but I did anyway. So yeah, um, it's the only game. You don't need to take your shoes off. That's the real. Even if it takes just as much time, and you get to keep your shoes on, worth it. <laughs> yeah, man. Now they got your fingerprints and your face and everything. Ever. Oh well. Well, um, you know. Uh... Uh, Brandon Fly Bear from uh from literally flew in. As, literally yeah, flew in. I'm, yeah. I'm watching the the. I saw the tweets of everybody. He offered to take people up in his plane, and there's a bunch of yeah. People, he offered like, me, and I was like, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't think I could do like because he does like aerobatics and stuff. Like he, you don't he want the day to... the music died, but tech version. He'll be taking you upside down, spinning around, da da da, and it's like a very small cockpit. Like, especially there's only two seats: there's the front seat and the back seat, and you're not side by side. You're behind him, so like you can't see his face, how he's reacting. Did he pass out? Are you gonna die in two seconds? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think I could do it. Like, I've flown in a small plane. I even flew like a small Cessna uh, 172, but it's it's totally different. I don't know. Anyway. I had the controls in front of me, you know. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> what was that? Too much of a rant? I'm sorry. No, right, no, so no, it... no, no, no. I, I, uh, I, I probably, you know, once we had a a, a company had a worked for had a company event that was race cars, and I I actually bowed out just because I'm like, yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna take the the risk. So I I can empathize, but it certainly looks now race car. Yeah, man, I would do that all day. So yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. All right, so uh, yeah, I don't know. We want to keep going here, or what, what do y'all want to do? We're at the top of the hour, bottom of the hour, whatever you want to call it, some hour. Uh, I mean, do any other of the speakers up here want to bring up any topics, things they're excited about, and they want to speak about? I say otherwise, you probably can close that. Yeah, or anybody in the audience, feel free to come up, as we said. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, I think we just got a request. Oh, let's make sure this is a real person. Um, questionable. Questionable. I like clothes and VS code. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let them let talk. We'll see what happens. What's up? All right. He's from Atlanta, Georgia, at least. 
There you go. Yeah, we, we got him in there. Up, there Hi, guys. Uh, I'm a recent college grad. Um, I got an IT degree. I was wondering, for events like these, would you guys recommend recent college grads to even pay attention to these type of events or stick to more hackathons? That's a great uh, question, actually. I would say yes. Uh, is it expensive? Yes. Uh, is it worth it? Yes. Um, the reason why. Number one, um, recent college grad, okay, maybe you don't have all this experience under your belt, whatever, yada, yada, but, I mean, as long as, uh, you know, you feel confident in your abilities and coding. I would ask, are you, currently, are you currently looking for a job? Yeah, I actually have a job offer from someplace called Reviture. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Uh, it's usually referred to as a scam camp based on their, like, predatory practices when hiring with contracts and such. But um, other than that, I haven't had many job offers. I just recently graduated. I'm still putting my foot out there. Are, are they an income share agreement? Uh, I'm not really sure. It's more of like a contracting. You do unpaid training for a certain period of time, and then you're contracted, and you get put on a bench if projects aren't available and those type of things. Interesting. Yeah, I did an income share agreement, which also gets accused of being quote-unquote predatory. Yeah. And um, I found that the it, it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be, but um, obviously I don't know anything about this company, so I can't really speak to it. Yeah, the main reason I'm even taking the offer is uh, just to get my foot in the door, so whatever. Uh, let's I mean, I would in. say if you're looking for a job, then this is a good place to be. We had Taylor up here earlier saying that he feels like there should be more recruiters at events like this. Right. So I'll say, like, do you have an idea of kind of who are like even companies you could talk to or people you kind of followed online? Like, do you have like, I would say have some sort of like list of like people you want to meet, things you want to do, companies you want to talk to so you can like make sure you're making the most yeah. out of it. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I just follow mainly like uh, influencer, text influencers. Um, I mean, Dev Agarwal is one of the people I followed. That's how I even saw hey, this. Hey, what a too. awesome! <laughs> yeah, so like, I'm I'm really don't follow companies. I'm more uh, like follow people like Rich Harris and stuff like that. You know. Well, hey man, if you want to meet up, we'd be happy to chat. For sure, sounds good. Yeah. Hey, there is like a job expo thing here tomorrow. I think. Actually, <laughs> J Dash just, yeah. just said something about it. So, just all right. Well, thank you that. guys for letting me speak. Uh, appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dev is a great example, though, of um, getting involved in community and building relationships with people. Um, and putting himself out there in the digital world um, while still in college. And then literally the day he graduated um, or something like that, or the, I don't know, you can correct me, Dev. Yeah, he had a job <laughs> even before he graduated. Right, he had it. He just, like he the, didn't, they you know, were he wasn't poaching. working until he, was he graduated. Poached. Yeah, so he got, he had a job right out the door. And this was uh, just a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so. Or month, I, I or feel like ago, we've whatever. come like completely full circle that's like all the themes we've talked about content creation networking uh in-person conferences um all all at the end a nice bow on top of that sucker
Yes, and he did say sucker with an S. <laughs> in case you were wondering. Yeah, put a nice bow on that guy and call it good. All right. So, anything else? I think I think that's about it, y'all. Um, yeah, probably is good. Yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us. Greatly appreciate everybody here. If you got value from anybody that was on stage here, please click on their face, follow them. Uh, because I guarantee you, if you got value from them here, you're going to get value from them in other places. And that's the initiation of doing what we were just been talking about this whole time, connecting, communicating, continuing to build relationships. Okay. Make it happen. All right. And, hey, you know what? If you're not following JavaScript Jam, you want to give us a follow, please do. Because we do this every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you don't have our newsletter yet, you need to go do that. Go to JavaScriptJam.com, sign up, get our newsletter. Because we have wonderful Anthony here doing all the uh, behind-the-scenes work on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, he writes up some really cool things about the things that are happening in the JavaScript world and just web dev in general. So, 90% React it. server components recently, basically all <laughs> React server components. There's, there's one yeah, part where I literally just think, how many times can I say React server components in one newsletter? Wait, one more time? All caps, React <laughs> server components! <laughs> yes. React server components! What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, be sure to do that if you're not already. And that way you'll be notified as well. Like, hey, what are they going to be talking about? Well, it's probably on the newsletter, y'all. All right. It's free, by the way. No charge there. All right. JavaScriptJam.com. Sign up right now. Okay. Now that you've done that, thank you so much for doing that. 500 of you are signing up. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thanks for signing up, though. Hey, we're about halfway there. <laughs> yeah, we are about halfway there. And I'm super excited. Hey, look at that. Hey, I just got someone to come up and take a selfie with me. Uh, and it's our dear friend Nate. Con- Wait, Nate, what's your last name, bro? Codes. Nate. No, what Nate is your last Codes? name? Yeah. Nate Codes. Nate Emerson. Nate Emerson's right Don't here, hanging out. He's he's in the audience too, listening in. You want to come up here and say something, dude? How are you having you having a fun time at the conference? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Here, I'll send the invite. You know. We got Dev back up here just to say hey to Nate. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dev's like, yes. Let's see if Nate jumps up here or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm having there a fantastic is. time. So good to see you guys. I just saw Scott. I was like, he looks real familiar, and he's recording on a Twitter space. But, yeah, so good to see everybody. I am <laughs> going to be speaking at 9 a.m. tomorrow. I got put on as a last-minute speaker. So, For real? Yeah. Dude, so what's up? What's up? Be- awesome. I got a speaker orientation I'm heading to in a minute here, and then I'm going to be going home to finish my slides for the night. So pretty stoked. That's awesome. Congratulations, man. That's, that's so cool. What's your, what's your topic on? And congrats. I am going to speak, be speaking on cultivating confidence, how we instill confidence in ourselves and those that we work with. Very cool. Nothing like building the slides the, the night before. Never been right, there right. Well, yeah. that's how you build confidence. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to start <laughs> off with. By the end of this talk, y'all are going to know if any of what I'm saying works because I just found out I'm giving this talk yesterday. So uh, if, I, if I come off as confident, then something's working. 
True, true. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, I love your confidence. I've 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 been watching you out here just kind of doing your rounds a little bit as I've been chatting and uh you've been having the confidence to go and meet and talk to a bunch of people, take a bunch of pictures, hang out. I love that. Um and, and I'm so glad you you came over and said hello. So, thanks for that, brother. And uh wish you the best on your slides and I'm sure they'll turn out amazing. So, Cool. All right, y'all. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. We probably could stay here for a few hours and just have, like, random speakers walk up, you know. But <laughs> I do need to, uh, to to get going and get some get some food and get ready for later. But um, I'm really, really excited uh, for everything. Um, love y'all. Thank you so much for showing up. Oh, Chrissy Codes is in the, in the audience here, too. Chrissy, aren't you hey. speaking as well? I don't know. What's up, Will? What's up, Will? Uh, where are y'all at, by the way? I am located uh, in front of the registration at the for for the uh, where the workshops are. Bachelor. Yeah, for the workshops are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So if you go I up on the seventh floor, I'm right there. I'm probably gonna be packing this stuff up when you walk over, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Come on over, though. All awesome. Right. All right, y'all. See, listen, y'all. You don't want to miss this. I know some of you got FOMO who, who didn't get to make it. I'm sorry that you didn't get to make it. But, um, you know, like B-Dougie, uh, he's not coming this year. Did you see that? He put it on Twitter. Not oh, here. no. What the heck, bro? B-Dougie, if you listen to this, which I don't think you will, but <laughs> if you listen to this, bro, you're going to have some FOMO. <laughs> the MoFo. That's crazy. That's back. What? No, okay, it's not backwards. That'd be that'd be be Ofomo. Anthony, oh my gosh! Can't wait to see you tonight. (laughs) I'm in St. Louis Airport. I cannot not have a good time. Yeah, for sure. Did you eat at um, Mike? Mike, Mike, whatever. Of course I, I did. I got some of that mac and cheese with that bacon and an espresso martini. Nice. I ate there when I left, and I had their their Cajun pasta. It was actually really good. But, yeah. What's up? Uh, Best airport in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Go Cardinals. Woo! Um, Yeet! All right, if you see me in the Cardinals jersey, come say hello, okay? Um, and it's the away jersey, so it's gray with the Cardinals logo on it because I'm away from home. Get it? <laughs> see what I did there? <laughs> All right, y'all. Cool. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Thank you so much. And um, don't forget to show up next week for JavaScript Jam live. Or allegedly tomorrow. Or allegedly in the next day or two. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe we'll go live from the hotel room. That would be fun. Get everybody's expressions of like Whoa. how crazy the hotel room is. Um, I might even do like some video recording of it too. Just uh, you know, it'd be cool. Maybe stream it live. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. And we'll see you, Chrissy. Are you sure you don't want to come up here and say something? I see you in the audience there. Maybe. Are you here at Render? No. All right. Anybody else? 
Anybody else? I see someone else. Lifelong dev there. What's up, man? Oh, yeah, I think you're a speaker, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Not, okay. yeah, no, no, yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, I think we're gonna catch you all on the next one. Cool. See you guys at Render. Alright. I'll see you. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Love you. Peace.